Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, Cardinal Authorities podcast featuring uh, senior writer Michael McCammon, publisher Jody Demlin here. And Jody, big, it, it's, it's big every week, uh, especially the way Scott Satterfield and his, and his team are, are going. And they're now one game away from bowl eligibility. So let's start with the football Cardinals as they're invading Miami on really a, a Louisville invasion week of Miami. Uh, it's great. We'll get to the basketball game here in a little bit, but big game tomorrow afternoon at Hard Rock, uh, Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, I know it really is. And I, I think, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, as you said, each and every week it gets a little bit bigger, but each and every week it also becomes clear that this team um, – yeah is a lot better than what we thought they were. And it's a lot better than everybody thought they were. Even the great Michael McCammon, who had picked them the first <laughs> six games, exactly what they, uh, what they were. I think it's a little better, um, you know, because of the offensive line. And, you know, quite honestly, we're going to see this week because that's the big, this is the biggest test yeah. to me for the offensive line, just because uh, yeah, Clemson's defense was great. Their front was good, but this is a defensive front that is the best that they will face all year. Yeah, I mean, they've got a, a, a lot of talent along that uh, defensive front line, and, and and it's helped make Miami one of the best defenses, not in just the ACC, but overall in the nation as well. I mean, top 20 in a number of statistical categories are the Hurricanes. So Louisville certainly, you know, is going to have a task in front of them. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Clemson, obviously Clemson is, is a whole other level. Maybe have given them a little bit of a taste of what they can expect, but uh, you know, this is a, a game where the Louisville offense, and, ex- and ex- certainly, you know, because they're, they're forecasting the potential for some scattered thunderstorms, and it's a it's a real Bermuda grass uh, surface at Hard Rock Stadium. So this could be a game where Javion Hawkins and that offensive lineman, offensive line really come into play, and, and, and that's really in the trenches where this game's probably going to be decided. Yeah, I definitely think so. Think uh, I think when uh, uh, you know they've only allowed three teams, not running running backs, but three teams to run for over a hundred yards. But when you look at it a little deeper, it's because of all the sacks. So I mean, I think Hawkins will be able to get some yards. I think he'll be able to do some of his things. It's a matter of <clears throat> Mikael Cunningham and Evan Conley when they're in there not getting sacked, not getting you know you know tackled for loss is uh, is is. The tackle for loss numbers are ridiculous for Miami, and they're not just like, you know, a, a loss of two yards. It's like a tackle for a loss for like seven, eight, ten yards. So um, they do it, and they do it in bunches, and they do it big uh, numbers. So that is the key for this uh, for this week for me. I, I, again, I think it's the biggest matchup of this game uh, moving forward is the fact, can Louisville's offensive line block hold them out and can the quarterbacks get rid of the ball in enough time to, uh, to make it, uh, to, to make it pretty good. I think, I think they can, I think they've been yeah. working on some stuff and I wouldn't be shocked to see a bunch of, uh, of quick hit RPOs. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, you know, and this is certainly a game where Cunningham's ability to, to get out of the pocket and move around will be of benefit as well. And then when you flip the side, obviously it's a game where the Louisville defense needs to continue to to improve. It's It's been a, a season-long process. You know, we see it, especially late in the games, where the lack of depth may come into play. But, you know, when you look at the Miami offense, it, it's not one statistically that's going to just jump out at you and scare you. But if you look at their last outing, and it could be a bit of an act X factor where, you know, they beat Florida State, uh, you know, but – how much were the Seminoles really playing for? Did they know their coach might have been on the way out? You, you don't know those things, but their quarterback, Jaron Williams, threw for a career high, you know, 313 yards and two touchdowns against the Seminoles. They've got a great tight end in Brevin Jordan, who's among, amongst the nation's top tight end. So it's it's an offense that's, that will challenge you. Uh, you know, so the Louisville, Louisville defense is going to have to play solid as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, the big key for me on on the offense is Brevin Jordan is a game time decision with an, with a leg injury. Um, yeah. It it didn't sound like midweek that he was going to play. It sounds like now he's got more of a chance than uh, than what they thought. That would be huge uh, for Louisville. It would be huge for uh, for Miami not to have him. I, <laughs> Michael, I also think that when you look at the when you look at their offensive numbers, they're not they're not great. You know, they're they're good. They're not great. Uh, Jaron Williams probably will be the guy. He's really talented, but he also throws the ball to the other team a lot. So yes, he does. Uh, let's hope that he let's hope that he continues to do that this week. I feel good about the match. Look, I feel good about the whole thing. I'm not going to say Louisville's going to go in there and stomp Miami. I think Louisville's going to go in and win. I feel good about uh, about this matchup, and I and I think it's because more than anything. I just don't think their offense is that great. I don't think Miami's yeah. offense is as good as uh, as we've seen it be uh, here recently. You know, in, in recent years, and and to be quite honest, they haven't been great in recent years. But I think they're I think they're just inconsistent. I think I, I don't think they run the ball well. I don't think they uh, uh, their offensive line is is uh, is average above maybe a little bit above average average at best. Um, so I think Louisville's got a good chance to uh, to slow them down and stop them. Trying to get their fourth win in a row in the series, which is you know quite impressive as it is as well. You know, and it's something that obviously Louisville needs to keep away from. We we don't want to see that turnover chain. And here's a, a really crazy stat: the turnover chain, which Miami has made popular with their 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 bling and their gold and the, the U and a whole thing. Everybody's seen it. Here's a, a crazy stat: since they brought that in, thirty in thirty five games, they've had a power five high of seventy one turnovers. I mean, that's you know, a little over two, two, two turnovers a game, if I can speak clearly there. I mean, and so Louisville's clearly going to have to take care of the ball, especially if we get a little moisture in the game. You know, and so in the trenches, hang on to the ball. And I, and I like I like what you're saying, Joe. I, I like Louisville's chances to go into Hard Rock Stadium and come out with a victory. And, and if they do, bowl eligible at least a year earlier than everybody anticipated. Yeah, I think it's um, no, it's that turnover chain, chain is something that they have uh, – They've created a monster with it, basically. Yeah. I mean, those guys really want to have that thing, and they, I mean, they go, they ball hawk, they get after it, and uh, you know, it, it's it's crazy, um, but it it works. You know what I mean? And at some yeah. point, uh, uh, it it could only work for Miami though, the way it does <laughs> to me. I mean, that's the, that it, it's so Miami for them to have that and for them to do that. Uh, it could only work for there, but hey, give them credit because. They get the turnovers and they really they really go after the ball and they ball hawk. So um, 
it's one of those deals where, you know, you look at uh, when you look at what they're doing, when you look at what Miami is doing, uh, offense and defense and special teams, they've still got the speed. They've still got the athletes. It's just a matter of I just don't think they're they're just not right now. They're not as consistent as uh, as as they probably should be. And it's the first year of Manny Diaz. I think Manny Diaz will do a good job there, but it's going to take right. a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and as I hey, mentioned, real you know, this quick, is kind real of a, quick, Mike, yep, go ahead, go ahead. Real real quick, a uh, before we switch gears to basketball, a, uh, a a football recruiting note: Josh Griffiths from Florida is committed to Florida State. He's a big defensive end from IMG Academy. He is going to visit this Sunday. So Sunday he will be on campus uh, making an official visit. It's kind of a, uh, um, you know, it's kind of one of those weird, okay, he's coming on a Sunday, but he wanted to get up to Louisville as soon as he can. Um, the Cardinals staff has done a great job with him, and uh, he'd, be a, he'd be a big addition, Michael. Yeah, huge flip. Obviously, uh, currently, uh, you know, pledged to Florida State, and, and we know the the turmoil that's currently going on with that coaching staff, and how that can wreak havoc on our recruiting class as well. So, certainly, one to keep, and you know, and, and like you said, a huge visit for the Cardinals, and it's starting on a unique day of Sunday, and, and will work its way into the week. But you know, the fact that he wants to come in, you know, I think spell, you know, speaks highly of how well the the coaching staff has built a relationship with him, and we'll see how the visit goes, and certainly we'll have his reaction at Cardinal Authority when he completes it. But as I mentioned, you know, it's kind of a Louisville invasion. I think the school's actually calling it a takeover Miami week. It all began on Tuesday with the basketball team, Chris Mack, you know, opening the season, ACC play down against the Hurricanes at Watsco Center. And then despite the, with the exception of maybe the first four minutes and maybe the last six minutes or so, superb performance by the Cardinals, especially in the debut. Yeah, I think it was one of those deals where, uh, uh, it, it actually was good. Chris Mack got a chance to, uh, to yell and scream at his guys yeah. after the game, uh, and then still celebrate a, a victory a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. look, early, early on, I don't think it was anything more than they just were a little nervous and they just, yeah, it was, the, it was the opening game. It was yeah. the opening game of the season. So early on, it wasn't a big deal late. It started with, you know, and he and he said this a little bit, and I, I was with Paul on the radio, and I said, you know, the fact of the matter is it started about four or five minutes left, about five or six minutes left in the game to where they just seemed to get a little lax. Uh, yeah, Jordan yeah. had a lazy pass, you know, I mean, I, I it, not to just single Jordan out, but uh, but Steven and just, just dif- different little things to where they were like, OK, we're up 32 points, we're up 28 points, we're up whatever. We're just going to kind of chill and, uh, and and coast through here. Well, you can't do that in the ACC. You can't do that on the road. You've got to play a complete game. And uh, fortunately, they were up 32 because Miami uh, really did put it to them there at the end. And when, you know, I, I thought it was in, it was great for Chris to be able to keep the freshman out there. He knew he had a lead. It wasn't going to they weren't going to lose the game. So it was nice that he was able to keep those freshmen out there. And kind of let them learn some stuff throughout and through that. Um, look, they will. You know, Samuel Williamson was yeah. really good the other night, but in the but in the second half, he was not. You know, he was really good in the first half. Uh, Jordan Wara was really good throughout. Ryan McMahon, I thought, made some huge plays. So all in all, a great a great start for the Cards. Yeah, and certainly you want to pick up that first ACC win, and, and it's kind of funny. We'll get we may forget about this win for a few weeks, and then they'll step back into conference play. But 
certainly great to get off to a league start uh, with your victory and, and a road victory as well, getting their first road kill, as Chris Mack calls it, uh, of the season. And, you know, it's it certainly one, you know, we heard a lot of praise. Obviously, Louisville coming into the season, a top 10 team, top five. Uh, nationally ranked, but it's it was a performance, especially with the with the Champions Classic coming on, you know, later on in the day, and it, it, it kind of had a lot of positive press for Louisville, and a lot of people saying, "Hey, Louisville could be the potentially the best team in the country." So, you know, nice start to the season, and certainly a lot of work to go, a lot of growth for the freshmen to come. But you, you got to be pleased if you're Chris Mack, you know, after day after your first game, and and now going into a, a portion of the schedule that you can handle pretty well. Yeah, and you look at the next five games. The next five games are home. Uh, between yeah. now and the Western Kentucky game in Nashville, you Town State, Indiana State, North Carolina Central, USC Upstate, and Akron. Akron is actually pretty. To, uh, what I think, I think Akron is probably the best of those opponents. Um, they're probably an NCAA team, but they're not. Obviously, they're not. You know, on par with what Louisville is going to bring. So Louisville has the next five games to where I want to see the freshmen be able to get in and get some minutes and be able to contribute other than Samuel in a way that's going to help this team. We didn't see that the other night. Aiden Nagehan dropped the pass. He had another uh, offensive foul on a screen that he had two of those during the Bellarmine game. Um, yep. You know, you, you had Quinn Slazinski who had a wide open shot and he short armed it and, uh, and it barely got to the basket. You had, um, you know, Josh Nickelberry um, in the Bellarmine game hit the side of the backboard. And the other night he didn't shoot when he had an open shot. So these are guys that can play. We know they can do it. It's just a matter of of them getting some experience and getting out there. And I'm excited to see them get that over the course of the next few weeks um, in these five games and, uh, and, and get some experience that's going to help this team down the road. Certainly. I mean, this group of freshmen, I mean, obviously they come in. They know the expectations. They know what Louisville basketball is all about. We were there at media day and and talking to them about, you know, hey, you guys are top five. You know, how do you how do you keep away from the distractions? And they're newcomers. I mean, this is completely new to them other than, as you mentioned, uh, Samuel in the first half, you know, and he kind of disappeared in the second. You know, they look like a group that that would step on the floor and like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a college uniform playing for the number five team in the country in the ACC, you know, so it might take a minute for them to, you know, to, to settle down a little bit, but in, and usually those kind of things are like get their first basket, a first three point or whatever the case may be. Then they start to get into the flow of things, but certainly these next five games, all winnable games are, is, is an opportunity for these, you know, newcomers to really start to, to get their foot underneath them, I should say. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward. Um, you know, I, I said this in the preseason, we said it on one of the podcasts before, um, you know, I think if this team is going to do what we think they can do and going to do what we expect them to do, two of the key guys are going to be Darius Perry and Ryan McMahon. And I thought the other night it was great starts for both of them. Ryan McMahon, a great start because not only did he hit some shots, but he did some other things. You know, he had a block shot. He had a, uh, um, you know, just some just some different stuff that he did that I was excited to see. Um, how he could get out there and, uh, and and defend. You know, he made that he made that runner, um, the the Samuel Williamson pass behind the back, yeah. and he it was kind of the it was kind of kind of thrown up the, there. I, you know, just some different things that he, he did. And and like I said, I'm very excited to see uh, him as a complete player this year. And I'm also excited to see, uh, as far as uh, the cards are concerned. And uh, moving forward, how Darius Perry continues to progress and play like he has. Um, I thought Darius Perry played under control the other night. He doesn't yeah. have to score as much. 
he's got scorers around him. He's got to take care of the ball and get it to his guys. And that's what uh, that's what he did the other night. And uh, and if he can do that, Michael, it's going to be it's going to be a fun season. I was going to throw that question out to you. You know, obviously not many points from the point guard position, but it, it was a spot, you know, even fresh came in that didn't really do any, didn't hurt Louisville as well. So obviously you want to see those two continue to grow. And then David Johnson will jump into the fold once he's, you know, completely ready. But if there's not a huge scoring load from the point guard position, can Louisville, you think Louisville can make a, a final four run, you know, just getting minimal points and, and just have, you know, ball control guys out there running the show. I mean, you've got you, you've got guys that can score. I mean, Jordan yeah, War is yeah. going to average Jordan War is going to average twenty plus points per game. There's no question in my mind that that's going to happen. You know, when when so so you don't have to have someone that comes out there and scores a ton of points. So you want to get them. I, I would hope that Darius would average you know somewhere between seven to ten points and fresh you know five six points off of the bench. David Johnson's going to be seven to eight points or whatever. So you're going to get some. It's going to happen. Um, but you don't have to have you don't have to rely on that. And I think that's uh, that's a huge thing, uh, you know, for this uh, for this team. You know, Dwayne Sutton's going to get his points. Ryan McMahon's going to score points. You know, Malik Williams and Stephen Enoch could should both average uh, close to double doubles. You know what I mean? Yep. So you're talking about a lot of places to get points and a lot of places where you don't need. Um, you know, you don't need a point guard to go out there and, uh, and get that for you. And I think that really helps this Louisville team in, in the balance. So uh, one last thing, Michael, we want to talk about uh, basketball recruiting real quick. Yep. Uh, a huge weekend. Speaking of point guards. <laughs> yeah, a huge weekend. First of all, Bryce Hopkins is a power forward-ish. He's a 6'6", 6'7", power forward, 2021 kid from, uh, from the, uh, Illinois. He's going to be making an official visit this weekend, and I actually feel really good about where Louisville stands with him. I'm not sure he's one that's going to commit this weekend. He is a 2021 kid, but I think at some point down the road, I think Bryce Hopkins is a name that we all need to remember because I think he is probably um, a, a pretty good bet to uh, to be a part of this next Louisville recruiting class. I think there's a chance um, that at some point they could land him in 2021 if things go well this weekend. And the other one is Jalen Terry. Um, I've heard it's LSU and Louisville, and I don't know if there's a decision imminent after uh, this visit or not. But I do know that um, it sounds like he wants to uh, uh, to get on with the recruiting process and uh, and kind of move on things. So we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, he has a very good visit this weekend. He would be a great addition uh, to this yeah. class. And let me just say this: if Louisville gets Jalen Terry. Recruiting class this year at the end of the cycle, and I know it would be now, but I'm talking about when everybody uh, is is committed and all that. Louisville's recruiting class would be ranked higher than it was last year. So just remember that. <laughs> and we were freaking out a few weeks ago. Remember? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I remember. I totally remember. <laughs> of course, so, we're not going to uh, we're not going to forget it for sure. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just one of those things. Recruiting is such a weird, fickle kind of thing that you just gotta. You kind of have to go with the flow, and uh, I, I'm I uh, to me it's one of those deals where, um, yeah, they got they missed on some guys. It was disappointing, but you know what? When in the end they uh, they rebounded and they uh, and they took care of business and got some guys that are going to help them, some guys that they need, and you know what? You get a couple of guys um, in uh, JJ Trainer and uh, and Dre Davis who are going to be around for a while, so that always doesn't hurt. Yeah, so both those guys uh, arrive on campus today. They'll be here through Sunday. So look for a reaction and, and response 
you know, from both of them uh, out of their camp and see what their, their visits were like early next week uh, on CardinalAuthority.com. And real quick, uh, since we got your attention, uh, if you're wherever you're listening to us, if it's on Apple, Spotify, make sure you give us a like, a follow on Apple. Give us a five-star rating. We much appreciate it. And, uh, and Jody, looking like it's going to be an exciting weekend. I know you mentioned earlier that I've gotten the first six games right you know, in, in the prediction process, but I'm going to kind of leave things, uh, let them go. I had the Louisville changing a little bit as the season wound down. So I think uh, I'll leave uh, and hopefully be wrong on the next coming, coming games as far as my prediction went, but certainly a big game this weekend for the football team down here in Miami for a number of reasons. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously it, it, bowl it, it, game it implications, recruiting implications. I mean, a lot on the table for Louisville this weekend. Yeah. You forget about the recruiting implications in South Florida. There'll be a lot of guys oh. down here Um you know, I've spent some time down here, went to a couple high schools, and uh, Louisville's done a very good job of getting the name back out there. And I had one high school coach tell me, you know, Louisville kind of skipped the beat for a couple years, and uh, and you didn't hear about them a whole lot down here in South Florida. And he goes, but, he goes, they're back, and uh, and, and kids in South Florida love to come to Louisville, and they love to come up there and, uh, uh, and play. And it does help to have Lamar and Teddy and all those other guys that we've had in the past. Uh, that represent Louisville so well. So, uh, uh, so Michael, it's uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. We'll have reaction, and uh, if remember, if there's ever any kind of commitments, football or basketball, we'll do a reaction podcast, a special edition of the Cards Cast. This has been our weekly edition of the Cards Cast. Michael McCammon and Jody Dimling saying so long. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.